Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Jake C. Young, and he played Joe, and he's going to be playing Joe in the upcoming The Manko film, as well as Julian in the upcoming Reunion from Hell 2. Hey, Jake, how are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, I'm so glad to have you on. Uh, I know you were, um, I saw you were part of Reunion from Hell 2. Hayden's a good friend of mine. I reached out. I'm like, is it okay if I have Jake on so we can promote the film? She's like, absolutely. I would love that. And I'm like, absolutely. So here we are. Sweet, sweet. Awesome. So the first question I got uh, for you is how did you get your start into acting and filmmaking? Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's a real question. Uh, <laughs> so I've actually I've kind of always just been into, you know, acting and filmmaking, uh, especially as a kid, man. Um, and then I really started getting into it and I started making my own films. I started directing really started from the independent area. Mm -hmm. um, then I started getting more involved in uh, bigger budget productions. I kind of met up with a few friends, started my own uh, independent film company, and we've really taken off. And, nice. you know, I've just kind of went from there. Um, a lot of people have seen a lot of my stuff I've done and, you know, I, uh, I really, I really enjoy what I do. So yeah, I just, I just kind of got into the industry cause I really enjoyed acting. I really enjoy writing. I really enjoy directing film and, uh, making it come to life. Uh, that's just, it's just sort of what I do. So, uh, nice. yeah, that, that's my story. Awesome. So, uh, I guess to put you a little bit on the hot seat out of the three acting, uh, writing and directing, which do you prefer? Oh, wow. So <laughs> that's a, those are all very, very different jobs. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to acting, you have to become that person's character, but whenever you're, you're being the one who's directing and you're also directing something that you've wrote, <laughs> um that's uh that's kind of a hard challenge because you're not only trying to convey that character which in a way that's kind of good too because you really know what you want but whenever you're trying to become that character of something you're directing you have a lot of standards to live up to um so i've kind of been in all three chairs um but honestly it, it works and you know i think if uh if if i had to choose one out of all of them uh man Tough. Yeah, it is. I would probably say, you know, directing because I, I like to see film. I like to see it come to life, but it, it, it is a, it's a hard line between it because I, I do enjoy it. and I do enjoy writing my own uh, teleplays and screenplays. So awesome. Yeah, awesome. Direct. <clears throat> awesome. Sounds good. So uh, how did you happen to get involved with Reunion from Hell 2? Oh, so uh, Reunion from Hell 2. So I, uh, I have a friend who had worked on the first one. I had seen the first one. Uh, I was kind of, uh, kind of interested in it. Um, you know, I, I had a bunch of uh, mutual friends and acquaintances who had been working on reunion and who had, had kind of, uh, who had kind of been back and forth. Uh, so then, you know, the next thing I know, I, I find myself, uh, contacted with, uh, Hayden, who's the director. And, um, you know, we got talking and he's like, you know, um, got an open role here and I was like oh you know this this could be fun and then I I got a few friends who were in it and I knew I, a lot of people I didn't know and I seen Lisa Wilcox was in it and Mark Patton and I was like oh that's really cool so I was like you know what uh, yeah let's go for it um you know I've uh I've not done an acting project in, in a little bit so this this might be fun so 
I just kind of went down there and I was there for, I think like right at six days on set. And, uh, you know, we, we had a lot of fun and, uh, had a lot of productive, uh, a lot of productive shoots. I can't give away too much about a movie, uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm under more copyright laws and you can stick a shit, uh, you can shake a stick at, but you know, it's, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we had a lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of really cool people. Nice. Um, it was really cool to work with, um, work with Mark, um, who's just a legend guy is absolutely hilarious. Uh, Danny Hassel, Danny, he is so laid back. He's super cool. And, uh, yeah, Lisa as well. So, I mean, it was, it was really cool to get to work with everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I was in the film. I don't know if you heard it. And I had to drop the project, uh, because of COVID and everything like that. And I, that's one thing I was really bummed about was working with Lisa. Cause I was going to have some major scenes with her and I was so upset about that. I was so sad because <laughs> I wanted to work with her for a while and I heard like a lot of a lot of my friends that are in the indie indie scene have worked with her and I have nothing but amazing things to say about her and I've interviewed her as well and uh, such a, a, an amazing person. Um, so for those that are watching this that are unaware of what Reunion from Hill 2 is all about, can you let us know? Yeah, so um Reunion from Hell is a follow-up to the, uh, the the first Reunion from Hell. This mm -hmm. is the sequel. Um, I got the role of playing as uh, Julian in the film. Uh, he's kind of a uh, an unbeknownst character. He's kind of a kind of a a new a new face to mm -hmm. to the saga. Uh, Reunion from Hell picks up. I I want to say, I think it's a year or two years directly after the first one, it picks up with Riley, who's the main character. Um, and it's, it's Christmas time. And he's, uh, he's dealing with uh, everything that happened from the first film. And he's also dealing with some very new pressures that I think everyone's really going to love and introduce some fan favorite characters. Um, and then things begin to start taking some real twists and turns. And, you know, uh, we got some returning uh, characters such as James Stokes. Uh, he plays Mike. Uh, he's got a large role in this one. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Lisa Wilcox, she takes the place of, uh, Kathy Caldwell's Laurel, and, um, we, we get introduced to Riley's family, um, and we get to really see an insight to the character, um, and really start to see some things that, um, really make him who he is, and, uh, really a, a great follow-up to the first film, so if you like the first one, you're definitely going to love the second one. That's awesome. I can't wait to see the second one as well. Um, so you mentioned you uh, briefly that you paid, played uh, Julian. So can you give us a little bit of a background of who he is uh, for as much as I guess you could tell? So um, Julian, you know, there's really not a lot of background to the guy because he is such a mysterious character. He just really shows up sort of out of nowhere. Um, he shows up just sort of, uh, sort of trying to almost taunt Riley. Um, Riley doesn't trust him uh, for good reason, um, but you know we we find that Julian he's he's actually not such a bad guy after all. Um, he he's actually kind of cool, and uh, we actually have a, a little surprise with the character in the film. So uh, if you guys want to want to stay tuned, um, I stay tuned all the way to uh, you know watch the entire flick, and uh, you, I think you're really going to be surprised. Uh, well, like I said, I was I was very fortunate to get to play this role and get to work with some of these people and really glad I did. And, uh, Julian is, uh, he's a really great character. Um, you know, at first I was considered for the role of Wes in the story. 
Um, but then after getting to Julian, you know, they're like, oh man, this guy's such a smart ass. He, he would be a great Julian. So I was like, okay. In my awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> it, uh, it actually just kind of worked out. And, uh, you know, I really love the character and I, I, uh, I think everybody who brings so much chemistry to this is really going to make this film great. So I think you guys are going to love the character Julian. Oh, I hope you love him as much as I did. So absolutely. Um, so what was the best part about filming Rooney from Hell 2? And what was the worst? Oh, wow. So the best part. Wow, it's really hard to just pick one yeah. best part because you get to interact with so many different people. Mm -hmm. Um and, and the cool thing about having so many different people is I get to meet all, all these people that I never even knew existed. And you find out it's a really small world. Um, mm -hmm. I got to meet Sam and Jonna. Sam's the, the DP and, uh, you know, co-director with Hayden. And I got to meet uh, Travis Robinson, who was fantastic whenever it came to uh, uh, practical effects and special effects makeup. Really, really cool. Uh, so my favorite part was probably getting to work with all these people, getting to meet Mark Patton, who you never, never, never stop laughing around because the dude just, he brings light to every situation. Danny Castle is like, you know, talking to your uncle because he's just so cool and laid back. The worst part, I would probably say, so being where we were um, to get up, to where we were actually shooting at. We had rented off a private space. Well, I guess I shouldn't say we, cause I had nothing to do with it, but uh, they'd rented off a private space um, way up in the mountains so we could shoot. Uh, we were shooting up in the mountains uh, with this, uh, this cabin. It's like way out in the middle of nowhere. The worst part was probably trying to find the place. So when I first get there, um, I'm driving and I arrive and I get to the sign and it says your GPS is wrong. Turn around. I was like, oh, that, that's fantastic. And then, so, you know, like, you know what? I don't know what it's talking about. So I keep driving on up and, uh, you know, I'm looking at my GPS and it says, you have reached your destination. I was like, oh, yeah. I said, your destination is just across the mountain. Ooh. I was like, what am I supposed to do? Just jump over the. <laughs> and so I look and it's like, it's actually, it's like right there, but then I had to go all the way back down and around and it took me to like a trailer park and then I went to the wrong spot. So that was probably the worst part and the road was like really terrible trying to get up there, but it was really great for filming because we were so isolated and away from everything. And it was really, it was beautiful to see up there. Um, but that was probably the worst part was trying to just figure it out and trying to get up there because everyone else had like drove their trucks and stuff like that. And here I come in like this two door sports car. And it's just like, like why would, why did I do this? But yeah, once I got up there, everything was great. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast to do this whole film. And you know, you walk away with some really cool stories too. Nice. Yeah, I know. I was a Darren Lee Cup. I might have been that I interviewed that said about the G, the sign with the GPS, and I, I'm thinking to myself, like, what, what, uh, like, what made them want to build a cabin in this like very isolated area? I'm guessing for horror movies to be filmed there at this point. I assume, yeah, that's that's kind of where I was at. So, um, Ooh. I got a friend, uh, Kenny Scott Guppy. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, but he's a he's a really good friend of mine. We uh, we actually are working on a new project um, that's coming up soon, um, and a lot of people will probably be interested in this. We're actually doing a reboot slash remake of Night of the Living Dead. Nice. Uh, and so you know he was kind of talking to me. He's like, maybe we should do something like that when it comes to filming. And I was like, 
<laughs> you oh know, my how did you happen to find the cabin like with your gps obviously is wrong so i had actually two gps's i have one on my phone and i had the actual the hard copy one okay. and we were driving around and i like to never found it and you know it was just kind of like by pure luck i stumbled on it <laughs> oh my goodness yeah and i know it wasn't darren lee cup that mentioned this but i interviewed um somebody else from the movie and they even said that they took an uber to uh there and they were with their uber driver 45 minutes or so like go and find this so that could have only been mark katz who uh yep my cats yep that was him yep yeah yep so who plays a uh, a very great role in the film and he was a really cool guy to be around so i've got a funny story about him um on set so we're at launch break um we were filming because we had to uh we actually had to sleep during the day because we had so many night shoots yeah so everybody's schedules were like so off so we were eating lunch i think it was like it i want to say it like three-ish maybe I can't remember what day it was I do remember it was daytime because we were trying to rotate sleep schedules um we were rotating them out to do the night shoot so we're, we're sitting at lunch and um I come up to Mike and we're talking and uh Mike will probably kill me for saying this but I don't care because it's a hilarious story <laughs> and I I'll love that right to him as well <laughs> um, yeah so Mark Patton is uh he's getting up and he's coming downstairs and if you know anything about mark Patton, when i first met him he's like wearing the sweater he's like this is my cashmere sweater and all this so he comes down and i'm just expecting that and the next thing i see he actually comes down the stairs from his uh from his room uh where he's staying and he comes into the the greeting area in the kitchen and like here's this old man and he's like so he's got tats all over him and everything and i was like what who is this guy and he's like yeah, he's like, I got a tattoo for every character I've ever played, which is super cool. I mean, uh, the guy is just, he's nothing like anything you've ever met. He's just a really cool guy. So uh, we're standing there and Mike is, uh, he's creating a sandwich and he's eating a sandwich and Mark Patton walks over to him. And he's like, uh, oh, that looks good. He's like, uh, so what are you eating? And uh, Mike kind of looks up at him and goes, a sandwich. <laughs> So Mark Patton looks at him. He goes, "No shit, you don't stay. <laughs> You're gonna go far in the film world." He said. <laughs> he's like, "I kind of meant what's on the sandwich, you know, not just a sandwich." He's like, "Oh, uh, ham, and I think some mustard." And I was like, "Mike, you're killing me, man!" But I I laughed so hard at that. My but Mike was. Mike was great, and I, I loved working with him. I hope I get to work with him again, and everyone there was great, but Mark Patton was just hilarious to be around That's all the time. Awesome. So I'm going to send Mike a uh, voice message when this is over and everything while this is all exporting and all that, and I'm going to say, hey, Mike, so uh, did you happen to have any sandwiches lately, lately, and if so, what was on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I send, yeah. Just send Mike a message, say, hey, Mike, are you eating anything? Dot, dot, dot. Don't tell me a sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, there you go. Perfect, perfect. So uh, yeah, the last question, down. yes, absolutely. So the last question I got for you regarding Rooney from Hell is uh, basically about our, uh, you know, the director Hayden Newman. How was he as a director? Oh, Hayden's great. Um, Hayden, Hayden was under a lot of stress during this, which is totally understandable because you know, as a director myself, I've kind of been there, done that. But Hayden's awesome. Um, 
definitely uh, Sam Hodge was awesome to have on set. He was Hayden's co-director. He was amazing as well. Um, they both, I think between the both of them, mm-hmm. made a fantastic team and some of the greatest independent directors I've ever got to work with. Awesome. And uh, they're definitely both really great. And uh, I think I think everyone will see that whenever they go watch this uh, final cut of the film, which I've not even got to see yet. And I am super excited to see because it's going to be fantastic. That's really exciting. So you're all you're there's another movie coming out that you're involved with the Manko film and you're going to be playing a character named Joe in that so I guess the first question I have is oh what is the Manko film what is this about and can you tell us a little bit about Joe yeah absolutely so in the the Manko um the the word Manko actually directly translates um from Spanish into a man who walks blindly with money in his pocket so that basically gives you the whole plot of the story right there Joe is kind of a gun for hire. Um, he, he's kind of like this lone shark. It's a neo-Western. If you've ever seen anything kind of like Yellowstone, it's, it's going to lean more towards that. It's a neo-Western, and I played the lead role in Joe in the film. Um, Joe is this very uh, Clint Eastwood-type character, and uh, <laughs> I, that's, another, that's for another time. But, uh, yeah. Just, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so... Uh, so uh yeah he's this very tight character um but he's uh he's hired by his boss named red to uh go find his missing daughter uh, mm-hmm. apparently she goes out and um you know she she goes missing and so he's he's hired to bring her back which it leads to a, a really long journey and just like every twist and turn you're like who is who it's a real nail biter a real suspense film right um so it's it's definitely shaping up to be amazing. And we actually have a direct link to our Indiegogo for people who want to be involved in this project because we really want to get a lot of independents mm-hmm. involved. We're trying to um, we're, we're actually trying to reach out to uh, cast some star talent on this. We're actually going to see if we can. Uh, we've been in talks with Eric Roberts, manager. We've also been in talk with uh, Costas Mandalore. We've been in talk with uh, quite a few people, you know, like Marshall Teague and people, the guy from Roadhouse, you know, when the sways like pulls his throat out. Um, yeah, but so we've been in talk. Nothing's nothing's actually uh, established. But uh, yeah, for anybody who wants to be involved in this, um, we're doing an, an open call for people who just want to be involved as a producer or anything on the project. Um, yeah, uh, I think this is going to be a, a fantastic film. And I think a lot of other people are really 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 gonna love this uh, which i think is just uh it's it's amazing because i've always wanted to do sort of a western style film um for options but i've always just you know kind of felt drawn to that and now that i'm, I'm getting to do something like this i think it's uh it's going to be something that it's it's not like your typical film this is going to have a very art house type of film uh film awesome awesome and uh yeah, that, I'm excited. And if anybody that um, that you work with, either you know, of course, indie actors and filmmakers, as well as bigger name talent, you know, if they want to, if you want to promote the project, just throw them my way. I'll be more than happy to have them on the show. You know, oh, yeah, man, for sure. And I've got another film I'm actually working on. I can't actually tell you who all's involved in it um, just yet, and I can't actually tell you a whole lot about it. But it's a real suspense thriller. Um, and it's had uh, it's had some potential show from. Uh, uh, even some buzz around maybe the Netflix area. So oh, we'll, nice. we'll see what happens there. Um, can't, can't read a lot of it, but um, when it comes out, I'll, I'll totally hit you up. But uh, yeah, yeah man, we 
we've actually got a, a lot going on right now. Um, I'm definitely staying, staying busy and uh, hoping to do more. So that's yeah, really man, exciting. That's- um, and the, uh, before I get to the last question, um, I, one more thing about the Manco film, you did mention the Indiegogo campaign. Um, so where can, like, is there any specific social media pages or anything like that, that they can go to if they want, if like the viewers would like to, uh, donate to the Indiegogo and like, you know, what can they get? Like what kind of perks? Oh yeah, for sure. So we offer, um, perks is all the way up to being a producer on the film. So you can have your name actually listed on like the all these really cool people uh, you can get a blu-ray copy uh, everything from tickets to the premiere to hanging out on cast to even having like a walk-on like extra role in the film i mean how cool is that to actually get to be on stuff like that because when i first started in this industry they had nothing like that and i would love to have got a foot in the door like that yeah. um, which is amazing um but yeah, you can totally go to the Manco page on Facebook, or you can look up my direct stuff. I've got links to it everywhere. Or you can just go to Indiegogo, search the Manco. We've got a video on there from our CEO at Holly Tucky, uh, Regime Gross, and he actually plays a role in the film. And he was actually, he, he breaks down all the perks. He talks a lot about stuff like this. Um, a lot of really cool stuff there, guys. Um, especially if anybody ever just, you know, wants to be involved in the flick. Um, yeah it's definitely going to be worth it. And, you know, we've already got contracts in place. Uh, this thing's totally probably going to hit red box. Um, a lot, a lot of big stuff. Um, so yeah. And if anybody ever, you know, can get a chance to donate to that and even get a ticket to the premiere, I would love to meet you. Uh, because if anybody knows me, I love to meet new people. I'm really down to earth and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I just think it's a, it's an awesome thing, you know, to be involved in film, be involved and see so many other talented people I get to work with on a daily. Um, I love it, man, uh, for sure. So, yeah, if anybody, you know, if you got the chance, go check out our Indiegogo for sure. Absolutely. And if you don't have the funds to even donate, um, still help them out by sharing it because that doesn't cost anything. And your one share could lead to multiple donations. Yeah, yeah. Share, like, I mean, just post it everywhere because it's a network man but so if you guys share um basically our page if you if you don't have anything you can put on there yeah just share the page because that helps us out more than you know and we are so appreciative to everyone who pitches into this and it means more to us than you can actually know even just the like or share a comment on there yeah feel free comment thumbs up you know we love encouraging comments because it keeps us going and uh you know we wouldn't be doing any of this if it wasn't for people who give to our Indiegogo and, you know, who, who go watch our films. So we really try to, you know, we want to give back to those people because without them, we're nothing. So definitely a huge thank you to people who, who support the, the industry and the work. Absolutely. And the last question I got for you, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, we obviously talked about reading from health Two and the Manco film. And I know you briefly mentioned the other one that you can't really get much into, but is there any other projects that you do have in the works or anything that you would like to promote um, social media websites, anything at all to the listening and viewing audience? Yeah, for sure. So as I uh, referred, we've got a uh, night of the living dead remake coming up. You can check out any of my stuff, um, my direct company. We're Holly Tucky films. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on. You can check out our future projects and stuff like that. Um, I've got films coming out uh, to Walmart. So if you're ever just, you know, surfing the web on walmart.com or in store, uh, check a few of those out. I got one called Screecher coming out. It's a, it's a sci-fi horror flick. It's, it's really great stars. Uh, former pro wrestler, Bill Dundee. Um, he's the guy that trains Stone Cold Austin. Uh, yeah. So it was really cool to work with him. 
but yeah, any of my stuff, I mean, for real, check out on IMDb. I've got stuff, everything from uh, uh, projects that I've just been cast in with uh, LOIs, like, uh, you know, a great Gatsby remake, you know, I've got cast in that. So, I mean, I've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline, but I am super supportive. So if anyone wants to ever check out anything I have, um, directly go to uh, go to my page or check me out on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram handle is Jake C. Young underscore official. Uh, yeah, just go on there and check me out. That's uh, that's my handle. And uh, yeah, follow me and keep up with all my uh, all my latest stuff. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for uh, taking time out of your day to you know join me here for the interview. Hey, not a problem, Scotty, man. And for sure, if you, uh, you ever want to do another one, just hit me up, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was great talking with you. You've been a great host. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You have a great rest of your day. Hey, I'm going to do my very best. And to All everyone right. watching, take it easy, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Bye.